0: Thanks. to Skip Intro. I'm Lee Chuy-Lin, Um, and we've got uh, one of those shows for you today where we have an interview as well as a review. So first up um, is a chat between um, Ian Mbahe um, speaking with the writer and director Tony Petra Arjuna and writer Cairo Mbahar of Shadowplay. Here we go. What do you desire most at all? You
1: know, being a PI, I, I'd always imagine it to be... More glamorous. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Up. It's about an ordinary man who discovers his extraordinary powers to alter
1: reality with his dream. No! <laughs> Where is Lamia? believe
3: in fate. Shadow. Play. Is, so. that how, is that how we're supposed to say it? Yes.
2: Yeah. Shadow,
4: I think we, should, we should give it. full disclosure upfront. <laughs> okay. uh, we do. We are aware of these gentlemen. We have. Uh, we, ha- we have, we been have made socialized. aware of them. Yeah. Yes. We have socialized for several. And, years. And
1: just to be clear, like it's my man's play. Oh, yeah. My man's movie. It's Tony Pietro's movie. I just wrote like one draft. Yeah. So one and on a on half the, drafts. One and a half drafts. <laughs> okay.
4: Well, that's, that's that's the question. Okay. Pretty so, you can leave
1: it
3: now. And Tony, could you tell us a little bit about the picture for our listeners? Okay. Oh, where do I begin? Okay. So. basically... Basically, um, it's an independent film, essentially a co-production with, uh, with the UK, uh, back-to-back with this company called uh, 2710 Films. And just to get into that a little bit more, in, in conjunction with uh, Radical Films, Sdian Bahad, and um, <laughs> Kino Eye Pictures as well, my, my, essentially my partners in the film. And um, it's digitally, uh, It's currently a digital release mm-hmm. uh, on a few platforms such as uh, Vimeo, On Demand, and iTunes. Um, technically a, a North American release, but these these uh, platforms happen to be available worldwide. Mm. Uh, so you're technically a big shot Hollywood director. Ah, uh, not well, you know, <laughs> working on it, but <laughs> you know, no intentions. But um, yeah, so it's it's, it's available now uh, for viewing pretty much anywhere, including Malaysia. Yeah, you know, provided that you can. Uh, uh, that you're willing to just, you know, pay a 20 ringgit rental for it. You know, it's the same <laughs> as a cinema ticket, but you, you get go. you get it for 24 hours. And you don't have mm. to leave you know? your house. And then you, you can you pay, a, you know, maybe 30 ringgit, you know, and you so get, so get to keep the damn film. You're, film well, yeah. 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 So
2: you're yeah. the yeah. reason yeah. cinema sales are going down too, <laughs> right? Yeah, essentially, ah. you know. You know you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, 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 it's just yeah. a David Goliath thing. You yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a little bit more about that. But essentially, the reason for that is, you know, our distributors in L.A. figured, well, on one hand, because it's technically... Stateside release, you know, because as we as we know, in, independent cinema over there, uh, in terms of theatrical distribution, is shrinking, mm-hmm. thanks to Disney, uh, you know, conglomerating everything, you know. So um, digital platforms happen to be the the way out for a lot of uh, these smaller films, you know. And uh, I think uh, what we what I'd like to push, you know, in this in this discussion is how this could offer an alternative to a lot of our, of our indie filmmakers mm. as well. You know, you so know. what's the movie about? Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, so it's essentially, um, the, the, be- the best way to encapsulate it is it's an old-fashioned fairy tale um, using a lot of fantasy tropes, mm-hmm. but reimagined as a noir detective thriller. Mm. Okay. And uh, I think I'll just put it out there because I like to wear my influences on my sleeve. Um, you know, imagine the never-ending story Mm-hmm. You know Whoa. essentially you know reimagined as a detective uh, film uh-huh. okay and uh, to to encapsulate the the premise it 's about a novice private detective who is um, by accident and design uh, hired to find a missing uh, uh, university student, and as he dwells deeper into the case, he finds that there 's correlations between her story and his own disappearance as a child mm-hmm. okay. And um, what happens is this unraveling of uh, past, present, and future, uh, as uh, as we go into deep into this mind, and he begins to unlock these secrets, mm-hmm. you know, which uh, essentially blend the um, uh, the border lines between fantasy and reality uh and yeah it it gets pretty wild (laughs) (laughs) so just to (laughs) just to just sort of
2: jump in there uh your main character your main character is played by tony yusuf yes uh, who is uh i think we've worked with him before and we both think he's just like a amazingly fun actor to watch on screen right yeah Yeah. yeah did did you have any was i mean did you write the piece for him? Did you guys... I mean, obviously, Kai, you wrote yeah. the thing. You wrote yeah. parts of it. Yeah,
4: because yeah. you've had this story in your head for years, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's, I remember yeah. Uh, when he
1: came to me with the treatment. And which, by the way, it was a treatment in a thick folder, <laughs> right? With every scene laid out. All I had to do was put in dialogue. Yeah. That's it. Huh. You know? Um, and that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Like 2008, 2009, around there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and I've seen this dude push this story yeah. nonstop. Yeah. And yeah. I can't remember whether it was when you passed me the treatment yeah. or when, like, very close to when he, the first draft was done. Mm-hmm. I do remember Tony being like, "Have you heard of Tony Yusuf? <laughs> 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 I think Tony Yusuf could do this." Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah,
2: yeah, and I think also we, the three of us, were involved in a film called Chua. Yes, um, I, think, <clears throat> I was in Chua as well. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fighting guy in a bar. Yeah. Typical. <laughs> you are a fighting guy in a bar, yeah. sure, but I'm not Irish um <laughs> he had a boston cap on <laughs> anyway because um, i remember we did that film and yeah. and in your yeah. sort of in your piece in that bigger picture tony was <laughs> yep. the main was one of the main characters in yours right, right. was that like an unofficial official audition for him because um, you were telling me yeah. about it during that shoot you were telling true, me true. about yeah. the idea of shadow play during that shoot.
3: exactly no, no, you're right. Because uh, actually, I was already lobbying to get the film made around that same time, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and after so many false starts, you know, especially then, I, I just felt you know frustrated, and and it was it was a, it was a it was a case of great time because you know Kai and Mike wrote, wrote me into the film at a time when I was almost on the verge of giving up on on directing, mm. essentially. You know, it just it didn't get me anywhere. I was in IP development at the time, um, but uh, yeah, and. Uh, then I realized, okay, I'm essentially going to use this as an opportunity to do a little dry run, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for the film, st- at least stylistically and for tony in terms of you know how he could convey himself as this kind of classical you know old school type of uh, noir he-
4: anti-hero this is all okay. the stuff in car parks and neon now i remember yeah this yeah <laughs> exactly yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. the hard it's like a theme here yeah
2: exactly <laughs> yeah. which is why yeah. i asked the audition question right it just because yeah. yeah. i watched it last night yeah. and there is a very strong stylistic choice you guys made right, right. there's yeah. a lot of blues a yeah. lot of purples yeah. i've never seen kl look sure. that mm.
4: yeah. It's Vaporwave KL. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, right? And I and keep I'm telling everyone, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you guys have figured out <laughs> how to shoot KL. No, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, you,
4: you got a few nice drone shots at the Twin Towers at the yeah, beginning, but then, yeah. like, we're done with that. Yeah. Like, you did get an awful lot of, like, new hip locations. Yeah. Was that, like, you got Merchants Lane. Yeah. Definitely identified that. You yeah. You know, then you've got yeah. Berlin. Yeah. You have that waterfall thingy uh, yeah. at mm, Square, yeah, like yeah. that shows how the mo- how recent the movie was. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, I was wondering that shot at uh, Jamek. Yeah, did you put the smoke there, or they just do that?
3: Oh, um, oh yeah. Actually, you know, we 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 actually managed to foot the budget to 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 stage all that uh, dry ice. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we didn't know. No, because <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks and, amazing. Cause, I know, I know. Yeah, because when Ian yeah.
2: asked me, I was yeah. like, yeah, just buy a, a bunch of dry ice yeah.
3: and just. just the river. Yeah, it'll fine.
2: No,
3: basically what we did was we waited like one hour for that because it, the, the dry ice comes out, you know, like every half an hour or so, you oh. know. But, you know, this being Malaysia, things are not... On time. Uh, on time. Not so really. Just <laughs> okay, you know, so whole crew, Tony, just Tony there. Okay, all right, guys, you know, okay, just, you know, look around, you know, we, 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 we've got the permit to do this, you know, we can stay here as long as we like. And then it happened. So, okay, so
2: that's a very interesting thing. I mean... Yeah. I've yeah. shot films. Kai has shot films. And yeah. this is no secret in that we shoot ours guerrilla style, right? right? Yeah. Uh, the ones that I've done, I think mm. Kai's done yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. How was that process like? Because okay. you've actually done this officially, right? Like yeah. an actual real production. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how, how was that process? How was yeah. going through that process and getting that backing and being able to shoot at yeah. Dataran yeah. at night?
3: Um, essentially, we had a great production team. You know, uh, we, had, we had an. Uh, I mean, Rady, uh, who's one of my co-producers. You know, he, he essentially uh, set everything in motion, uh, hired the right people, uh, our production manager, our location managers. Uh, it was just um, we gave ourselves a lot of leeway to put those things in place. So essentially, I think the 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 takeaway here is okay. You can be a little indie film, but provided you give yourself the time mm. to do things properly, you can get these things. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. we uh,
4: yeah. From talking to other people, yeah. we've had Zahir Omar yeah. on talk about yeah. Fly By Night and James Lee talking about yeah. two sisters. Yeah. Um, I think two sisters shot in a single location so yeah. they could get away with an awful yeah. lot of stuff. Fly right. By Night was told to stay the hell away from the yeah. center of KL. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. when you talk about yeah. the time and effort for our listeners, like yeah. that's basically
3: yeah.
4: filling in permits and yeah. making yeah. access requests and yeah. then when you're denied just appealing and stuff, is it?
3: Um, I guess we were lucky. Yeah. You know, we, we weren't denied, you know, uh, and nobody really asked us uh, what, what the subject matter of the film was, so <laughs> it, it, it could have a lot to do with who you're dealing with at that mm-hmm. particular time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we it was it, it was it, it was part luck and part you know effort essentially, you know.
2: From, okay, so we've spoken yeah. a lot with Tony for a while, now, and I'll, like Kai, how was how was writing this? I mean, you said that you were given a, a stack of notes or a very you know quick sheet about what the film was. How did you then go from there and add? dialogue, dialogue <laughs> just <laughs> characters. what was what was your process like and how was that working with Tony?
1: I mean at that point um, I'd known Tony for a couple of years. Uh, you know um, I first met Tony uh, acting in his uh, <laughs> short film. Oh, Which gave me the bug to make my own short films. Mm. Oh, you know? so he caused it. Yeah, he caused it. But then he says that I caused him. And oh. I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, but you caused
3: me. It's a two-way street. Yeah. You know, you, both you making each me other.
1: vomit Vimto <laughs> at th- Vimto and peanut butter concoctions at <laughs> oh. three in the morning, all over my vests. I was like, I Your wanna do beater. this. You know? <laughs> so by that point, um, you know, we were doing some stuff yeah. uh, like the Dark City series. Yeah. yeah. Um I kind of had an idea of you know his influences and everything and then when he comes in I like I'm not kidding that stack it's it is laid out like he has the movie in his head mm. you know and and to me it's I don't think that you didn't know how to write I think it's just more of like you went too confident at the time to write dialogue.
3: Yeah, I'm still not. <laughs>
1: you know, which you can, because uh, uh, yeah, this stuff's uh, written in your voice yeah, anyway. Right. Yeah. Most of the dialogue that I wrote didn't yeah. make it in there. Yeah. There was only like <laughs> one scene. I was like, I know these words. <laughs> <laughs> I know these words, but now it's in a <laughs> dance studio. Hey, <laughs> right. you, you got writer's <laughs> credit, so that's cool. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah right. you know. But yeah, so it w- <laughs> it was quite easy because he passed me all of it. He told me all his influences, <laughs> and I just set to work going scene by scene with this thing. <laughs> um. There are some things that I might add, some things, you know, that I might change around. Um, which, at this point, I can't remember whether they stuck around or not, mm. you know. But, like, a lot of it was, um, you know, knowing how Tony is and also mutual references. Like, I, dude, I'm so glad the Plan 9 line is in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish it was, like, you know, and it yeah. just puts a bit more, ske- you know, stank ske- on it. Yeah, but, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Plan 9 line, I was like, yes, he put it in. <laughs> like, things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... um. Knowing Tony, and dude is really easy to work with. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I've written... I've written another script with you, right, before? Yeah. Uh, A different one? Well,
3: Chua well, too, you know. You, you, I didn't <laughs>
1: write any Chua.
3: Yeah, to some no. degree, you know. Yeah. Okay. okay. Maybe the first draft, and then I got Macklin. Okay. But yeah,
1: very yeah. easy guy to write for. Because... Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, like, to me, the movie is pretty much like David Lynch meets Dashiell Hammett. hmm You know? Yeah. Okay. Whilst David Bowie's standing Thrive. at the side with very tight pants. Right. Sure. Know? Yeah. So, it, like, that. that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. and to me, the, the, um, the version that's actually shot, I don't remember as much of um, localized myths being yes. in it. You know? Yeah. Like, you took parts of... Uh, Tony Yusuf's mm. actual culture mm. and background, and p- weaving that in, yeah, which yeah. actually kind of made it nicer and more, yeah. a little
2: bit more. It's you like know, Dreamweavers, Dreamwalkers, yeah. what are they called? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think that's interesting because mm. you see a lot of those influences, right? There's a very, it's not even Asian influence, it's very Malaysian, right? Yeah, but that, very the man Malaysian. is. Yeah, yeah is it's, it's a very us yeah. thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And how have. I mean, in this instance, when you were talking earlier about how this is uh, essentially an American release, in in air quotes, right? How have they responded to that? Have they gone like, why is that guy covered in oil?
3: Okay. (laughs) <laughs> have they gone like? Is that blackface? That's we don't. we don't, we don't support things. this. Yeah, uh, Actually, <laughs> one of our actors, Jay Jay Sheldon, who played Shotgun Sheldon, you know, he actually brought that concern up on set. Oh really? You know. Mm, so really? yeah, he did. You know. I have <laughs> to say, I did not, yeah. I I know Jay a bit, and I did not expect to see yeah, him, him as an action hero in this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
4: was quite a shock, especially as he was sitting behind me at the time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, I, I think that there was an initial concern, but surprisingly, I mean, it's still early. You know but some of the reviews have been coming in so far. Yeah. Not too many but uh maybe about 7 so far but it's growing. Mm-hmm. Uh no nobody had an issue with that, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I think uh, it's well, one of the things they found fascinating about the film. You know and I, in a way I was kind of like conscious of that because you know because uh, you know, once we got this film funded, you know, I realized we had to position it for a particular audience, yeah. you know, and already our EP told us, you know, shoot it in English mm. because it'll be easier for us to sell this film. Sell, yeah. Digitally, is it? Because I, I can yeah. remember talking yeah. to
4: Gavin Yap about getting yeah. to dinner and he said putting it in English made it harder to get into international yeah. film festivals because yeah. it's not
3: technically then a foreign movie. Mm. It, it is exactly. You know, so uh, uh, the, the purpose was, okay, um, festival secondary primary is, you know, let's just try to get this film uh, released mm-hmm. in some, some form or another. And sure enough, that's what happened. Festival-wise, yes, it has been a bit harder, yeah, and we're still mm. trying, mm. you know. Are there any, uh, yeah. genre festivals yeah. that you yeah. could probably push? Horror fest, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Well, we've, we've submitted some, you know, ah, you, cool. you, mostly second-tier ones, because we're, we're we've run out of money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so so oh, we know those uh, those festivals yeah. are expensive. <laughs> right? I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous those entry yeah, fees. Yeah. You know, so at least you don't have to yeah.
1: FedEx a DVD anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know, just send us a screener. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah. So you've this film's got a very distinct visual look, visual style, right? Right. Um, and I just want to do a quick shout out to Pravin Kumar, who is the DP of this yes. right? Yep. He's yeah. someone we've worked with yep. um, or yep. I've worked with, yep. know him personally, yeah. uh, good friend, yeah. great DP. And mm. how was that? Did you have trouble trying to convince people that, no, no, Make the it lights darker. need to be purple?
3: Uh, <laughs> 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 nope. No? No, no, really. Um, I mean, I think yeah. you pulled together
2: a good crew, right? Because yeah, yeah, Paul yeah. Hasham, your production designer. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Also is some, the barman. Yeah.
1: Also
2: the also the barman, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone you could talk to, you could yeah. set up the tone and the, yeah. they understand the film. But yeah, exactly. other than that, did you was there any I wouldn't say pushback, yeah. but was there anybody trying to negotiate a more normal looking uh, okay. film?
3: Uh if it had been a different DP and a different art director, probably. Mm. You know, but mm. you know, Pravan and Paul were already on board on this because on one hand the reason why they were so keen on, on doing it was because, you know, n- people seldom shoot that way, Yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. know? Um, and uh, neon is sexy, you know? <laughs> Colored LED is sexy, you know? And, and we're beginning to see a lot of that happening yeah. elsewhere as well, yeah, yeah. you know, locally too, you know? and But at that time, you know, uh, not tooting my own horn here, you know, but yeah. at, at least at that time, not... Too many local filmmakers were doing that. Yeah. you know, it was always the tungsten and teal look. Mm, you know? mm-hmm, mm. So, um, so we we decided let's let's do something different. You know, bring in our uh, Dario Argento influences. Mm. You know, our, uh, our our '80s Michael Mann influences. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. go for something just totally uh, wild. You know, visually. You know, Man. and take the plunge. You know, if, and yeah, incidentally, you know, like I, I won't mention the the name. You know, but one of the distributors that we approached that. Uh, Colour treatment is uh, uh, is uh, not right, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is a problem you've
1: had since... Yeah. Way back in the day, yeah, like yeah, I remember, yeah, there yeah. was an episode of Dark City. Yeah,
2: yeah. Sorry, it, just just yeah. give yeah, yeah, our yeah, yeah, younger yeah. audience <laughs> members <laughs> an, an explanation of what Dark City. Okay, is. Dark
1: City was a TV series that nobody watched back in 2007. <laughs> ah. Okay, there you go.
2: It was a horror anthology. <laughs> it was yeah. on NTv7,
1: right? Yeah. No, no, yeah, it no. was on Astro Ria. something. Ria. Yeah. 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 It was like late night Astro Ria. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, we could get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and again, Tony pulled me into that series, and I was writing stuff and directing stuff. He was directing stuff as well. Well yeah. and there was an episode set in a prison, yeah, and it is you know very fantasy elements. You can see the beginning of Tony's style, and the yeah. prison is lit yeah. green
3: yeah. Mm.
1: and yeah. um the q c department kept sending the tape back, saying there's something wrong with the tape. it's too green, yeah. no, when we found out it's like there's something wrong with the transfer because <laughs> it's green this prison is green <laughs> right. and we had to explain. Cause it's green. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, but no prisons are green. Yeah. And you know, yeah. we go back like, have you seen the ending? It's in his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Alert. <laughs> it's okay. yeah, like you can find <laughs> <laughs> so, I think you were ahead YouTube. of your time. The <laughs> yeah, the yeah.
4: prison in Deadpool 2 was kinda green, I
2: think.
3: There you, yeah. Go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you're yeah. a visionary, Tony. Ah uh, well, <laughs> what can so, I do, you know.
2: Kai, you're you're a filmmaker yourself, right? <laughs> mm. Watching what Tony did with Shadowplay, have you felt like Are Malaysians ready for for not only something like that, but something that feels different, something that looks different?
1: Okay, I'll be honest, because... um, You didn't like the movie? No, no, (laughs) I love the movie, but I'm biased, right? I love the movie, I'm biased, but as I'm watching it, objectively, I I can tell you straight up, like, you will either love this movie, or you will not get it. Mm -hmm. Mm, And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Yeah. You know, like... Mm -hmm. um, I mean, my wife will tell you, like, yeah, yeah, as we left, yeah. she was like, I understand Battleship Potemkin. I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And Put I was that on like, I don't understand Battleship Potemkin, <laughs> yeah. but I, I understand that. But I've yeah. had 10 years to, to, to digest to it. digest. It. On, on, yeah.
3: on that note, uh, it might take maybe, uh, well, not 10 years, mm. uh, but... Repeat viewings? previews maybe maybe even ten days for it to kind of like sink in. and well, yeah. There is, yeah, it's like yeah. Shrek or an onion. There are layers. Yeah, yes. exactly. You know, it's like uh, reading
1: a Grant Morrison yeah, comic where yeah. at first you're like, "What yes. is this?" Yeah, all yeah. oh, the comparison. <laughs> you know, so but it is something where it's like, if you because I've seen some yeah. of the reviews you have, yeah. and it's obvious that yeah. those guys yeah. are coming from the same yeah. point of reference. Yeah. Mm. they get yeah. the style. Yeah, for a uh, lot of Malaysian audiences. Uh, it would be interesting to see because for a lot of people there are no references to it. Mm. Yeah. And then for some people they'll really appreciate like, oh my god, someone did something that's like mm-hmm. this.
4: There seems to be different, multiple different layers not just like mm. reality and fantasy yeah. in this. Was that a hard thing to keep track in the treatment, the script and everything of like mm. what? We- I think there's one scene in particular in the studio I think that kind of stands out as like this is not quite real. <laughs> Whereas everything studio? with Megat in it is yeah. like yeah. this is more grounded in a certain way right. like so yeah. is that yeah. do you have do you have like inception style charts to keep track <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll, I'll be honest 10 years ago like, yeah. i don't get this script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's written out the treatment yeah. so this is gonna be easy yeah. okay am i am yeah. just gonna write yeah. words yeah. yeah you know yeah. when it says like yeah. so and so ask him something right? yeah. i just turn it into yeah. character yeah. i ask you something
3: <laughs> <laughs> i think i think just to just to add to that um no, no, no! You're right. I, I think uh, well, one thing I've mentioned is you know, when we when we worked on this together. You know, Grant Morrison was like uh, our point of reference. Right. You know, so yeah. a, a lot of that was drawn from, especially the metafiction elements. Mm. But yeah, the character of Dan, uh, Dan played by Megat Charizal, is the one aspect of the film which grounds us in reality. Yeah. Uh, if it's. But that's still ambiguous. It's still you know, what
1: kind of reality, yeah, though. Exactly. Right? And even exactly. then, with yeah. the tone and style of yeah. the film, yeah. because you know, I'm sure some people yeah. will be like, yeah. "These people don't talk real." Yeah, mm. yeah. some of them
4: don't. Yeah, but some of yeah. them talk like super real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. You know, and it's yeah. just like that's the style. Yeah. Mm. So you know, either go with the ride or don't. Yeah. yeah,
3: I think the the best way for audiences to approach this is you know don't expect um, uh, anything that would. Uh, spoon feed you. Uh, you. You go in there expecting a puzzle, yeah. and if you're up for the challenge of, you know, experiencing this film as a puzzle, then then you might enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh,
2: uh, I also want to just ask. You've got a crazy cast. Yeah. I mean, you've pulled. You've been able to pull yeah. together quite an amazing list. Yeah. Um, that's what happens when you spend ten years making friends. <laughs> yeah. Sure, that's true. No, uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, answer yeah. right there. Yeah, absolutely. It's I not mean, just ten years making friends.
4: Yeah. It's ten years making friends yeah. with yeah. a purpose in mind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Yes. Yeah, with a
2: target. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. why don't you rattle out some of the costs you've got? Okay. Yeah. Well, this I one.
4: wanted to actually jump into that one because mm. you, so, you mentioned your co-producer, uh, Reddy Khaled earlier. Yeah, right. Right. Was he always going to be the gaunt man?
3: Because he, he, he's creepy as hell. I don't want to meet him. I know. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's amazing he was and a lot of this uh, on that note because it, 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 it involves um, Tony Yusuf as well because mm. I met both of them uh, uh, while directing a few episodes of the series called Ghost mm-hmm. okay for uh, uh, Popia Pictures at that time so that's where I met them and that's, that's when I realized okay these are the guys Yeah, you know these are the guys You know, so mm-hmm. ever since then I've, I've only had them in mind pure tunnel vision so was it the godman yeah. before you met him or was it
4: just a a, creature, okay. a thing
3: uh, uh, um, Initially... He he was the gaunt man, but he had another name, just Frankie. Yeah. Oh, Frankie Fate, mm. Mm. you know. But it was it was really on the nose, you know. Yeah, Frankie yeah. Fate, you know. Danny Destiny. So I'm like, oh no no, let's keep that ambiguous. So he's not just the gaunt <laughs> man. Destiny. I know, right? <laughs> like it's a like
1: Grant Morrison '80s. <laughs> guy. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, that's yeah, true, yeah '80s. Yeah. Grant Here's Morrison. our hero exactly. protagonist. Hero yeah. protagonist. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's amazing, you know. And I told him, you know, watch Lynch films, watch Willem Dafoe and Wild at Heart, you know, and mm. you get Aww. an idea. <laughs> you get an idea of where we're coming from here, you know. and, and he just. And, and it's not so much that he played the part you know. but I told him uh, you opened up a portal yeah and, he and, knocked and, and it out yeah. and Gauntman came in yeah. you know and now you have to send him back <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> he, hope he never it. left <laughs> no that was because yeah.
2: you're right I think yeah. I think there were a lot of yeah. that casting was yeah. you know what it doesn't feel like stunt casting mm. you know mm. a lot yeah. of them yeah. I guess in almost in some ways played other than say Tony probably played against type maybe a right. little bit I yeah. think um yeah. It's, it, and it works for the film. Yep. I, I'll be honest, I was not expecting Stephen Ramon Hughes. Right. I have to ask how did you get Stephen Raman here Oh
3: um I got to thank Corinne for that um, uh, Corinne Adrian uh, Who's tan. also in the She's also in the film yeah. and, and she you know happened to double as a line producer as well you know God bless her cuz this run concurrently with a project another project we're doing right. for View uh, devoted hmm. you know which uh, I'm just going to a little plug over there and all 10 episodes are uh, <laughs> streaming right now on View channel for free you know so go in there and binge but anyway um, uh, yeah, so so she, she we had a talk and and we just hit it off. You know, Stephen's a great guy in person, and he's a solid actor. Yeah, especially if you have seen him in, in, in EastEnders. Yeah, you know, right now, and unfortunately, um,
1: wait, he's w- in the current like yeah. currently playing EastEnders. Yeah, 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 recurring <laughs> role, <laughs>
3: recurring role, and he's he's really good. So I haven't seen all, all the episodes, but I've seen the, the YouTube uh, uploads. I'm like, oh my god! Mm. I'm so glad I got this guy on board. Mm. So I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to doing more stuff with yeah. Steven, actually. So Stephen, on one hand, so it's basically just talking to them, pitching them the story, getting them to read the script, and they're like, Tony, you know, we're we're yeah. on board, you know, we'll yeah. do this, you know, you know, provided that, that we work again, you know, yeah, in future, you know, Next. hopefully with better paycheck, you know, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean,
2: Kai, you were you the did the cameo on yeah. on the thing, yeah. um, was so, that the first day? Yeah. Was that day one? That was day one. That was yes. day one. Yeah, yeah.
3: From Andrew, Yes, <laughs>
1: yes.
2: <laughs> so, so okay. So, I'm just gonna rattle out a few off the top of my head. Right. Yeah. You've got Stephen Amell. Mm-hmm. Who's Gavin Yap does a little cameo. <laughs> Kai Baha does a little cameo. Yeah. Yeah. Gavin um, Yap
4: as Mark is playing Agent Smith. <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, Susan Lancaster <laughs> yep. is in it. Yep. Uh, Razif Hashem is in yep. it. Uh, you've got uh, obviously Sharizal is in it. You've got uh, Isma Hussein does a little thing. Yeah. Yeah. A little um, yeah.
3: You've got. It's quite a. Oh, it, quick one. And then and then our newcomer, uh, Julia Hartman. No, absolutely. Okay. I yeah. was going to say, yeah. she
2: was yeah. amazing.
3: Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. And you
4: know, Paul Hutchinson as well. So why yeah. aren't we in it? Uh, right.
2: uh, yeah.
4: Oh, I, that was the question
2: I was going <laughs> to. Oh, Aren't you did you lose your my number? Oh. Uh, did you okay. lose my number?
4: Uh, <laughs> I guess the performances in Joak weren't up to the time. <laughs> we weren't, up, weren't up
2: to spec. I guess. All right. Okay. Uh,
3: well, okay. Actually, hey. that's unfair, you know, because I met you on a Michael Mann set, so I'm like, yeah. he should have been. <laughs> right. Right. I, I so, okay. was on the coding room floor anyway. <laughs> so,
2: so, talk yeah. to us about the newcomer. Yeah, she, okay. Was she an actor before this? Was she?
3: Um, she, she was um mainly a uh, a model mm. and uh, a talent. For for TVCs, you know, but she's been eyeballing um, uh, serious acting for quite a while, you know, and uh, I met her like about three, four years ago, and, and through a friend, you know, um, who introduced me to her, because he read the script, uh, Kenneth is his name, and he knew exactly what I was going for, you know, somebody who had this kind of, uh, you know, Jennifer Connelly, uh, Winona Ryder type of a vibe to her, mm. you know, because I'm paying homage to, to, Tony's got a massive
1: yeah. Jennifer Connolly. Like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Sure. Love mm-hmm. of my life, you know? Mm-hmm.
3: So, uh, and, she, and when I met her, I'm like, oh my God, you know, she, this, is, this is the girl. I mean, yeah. to reference and Drive, you know, mm. this is the girl. <laughs> this is the girl. Okay, and. Um, you didn't say that to a face like that, did you? <laughs> no, I'm be surprised but she, if she, you but get get a refer- She gets a reference now because I made her be, watch be, a film. Be perfect- <laughs> <you know>? so, <laughs> I'll
2: be perfectly honest. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Tony did. Yeah. <laughs> I've known him long enough. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, maybe I did, but I can't remember. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, she, she amazes me in, in the sense of how she's really serious about the craft. Mm. She puts her heart into it. And uh, this was essentially her first lead role in, in a feature. She, she did a couple of uh, sh- uh, shorter films beforehand. Um, and I've worked with her two more times since then. Oh, okay. Okay, one, one on this um, uh, B-grade action film called <laughs> Red Storm. came out oh. a few months ago. Oh. And, and, then, and then recently a um, uh, horror film called The Dark Eye. Okay. okay. Uh, also co-directed, and I have to say, within a year, she has um, by leaps and bounds. You know, she 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 can act. You know, something something I've always realized she could do. Hmm. Nice. You know. Yeah. yeah. So. I also want to
4: ask. Yeah. I mean. How is the collaboration like like the Saints, does music playing almost all the way through it? Yeah, yeah. Like how was the collaboration with Stellar Dreams? Stellar like, Dreams, yeah, yeah. Like did they which did you amazing, just give them the way. movie
3: and say score it? Or um, were you sitting there the whole time saying I, like, think I want they this? They were I amazing. This. I love yeah, the yeah, music totally. of this. Yeah, I've what I um uh, when I first discovered Stellar Dreams was around the time when I discovered Synth Wave, you know, which is like um you know, retro 80s uh, uh, synth pop, you know, which is, you know, over the last five years has gained, you know, quite a massive uh, following online, mm. you know, and um, and I, I was surprised to know that we have a Malaysian synthwave uh, outfit over here, and, and I approached them. And essentially, um, it's their first time scoring a film. So uh, what I did was I gave them mood boards, mm. you know, with temp music references, right. you know, of how I wanted this. So is this sound. all purple and blue Sharpies? <laughs> Uh, was all the evangelists? <laughs> yeah, oh no, no, yeah. come on! Um, and then, and then, uh, gradually, uh, the, the whole idea was the reason why I wanted this film to be consistently um, scored. It's essentially because I wanted the film to be like a concept album, mm. you know. Mm. You know, so it's, yeah. it's like every scene has a track, has a music. Yeah, you know? and it so, would have been weird if some electric guitar just broke into one of those scenes. Yeah, all I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that. That that was kind of like my my little uh, push over there. Okay, okay, guys. You know, how about you know infusing a little you know guitar in there every now and then. So yeah, it was it was basically it was very much a collaboration. You know, because uh, I myself came from a musical background, something I lost along the way. But which but what I what I would say is that when I come up with stories, ideas, and and when I even when I direct, I think musically. Mm. You know, it, that's what guides me. You know, so um, it's collaboration. But ultimately, they're the ones who you know being the musicians themselves just yeah. made it come to life. You know it's amazing
4: so that's we've had uh yeah. carol emberhar and tony petra are you in to talk about shadow play can you tell us what's next for you guys or nah. first of all actually what's the easiest way to find the movie so it's on vimeo
3: have you got a short okay, link or yeah. something yeah um right now okay it's on, on itunes and vimeo gradually it's going to come out on google play as well maybe okay other platforms but the easiest way to watch it right now is on vimeo okay so vimeo.com uh slash on demand slash Shadow Play movie. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're also
4: showing the film at the Kodakinabalu Film Festival.
3: Yes, yes. Th- thanks for mentioning that. So it's uh, officially our Malaysian premiere. Ah. Our Malaysian cinema premiere. Right. So uh, for anybody who's in KK, so it's going to run on September 14th, 7 p.m. in an MBO cinema. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Fine. So check it out. Uh, it might be your only chance to watch it on a big screen until hopefully we get um, a cinema run as well. Are you
2: guys and having? Are you yeah. guys in discussions for that?
3: We are in discussions, nice. and uh, admittedly, it will, it will be a, a hard sell. Yeah, and is, is <laughs> it a harder <laughs> sell because you've yeah. already released digitally? Exactly, you know. But what we're trying to tell them essentially is, you know, treat it as a co- cross-platform mm. thing, you know. So we're mm. kind of like extending the. Yeah. Uh, the means for, for viewing this film.
2: I've got one last question, just to put both of you on the spot. <laughs> Kai, you wrote scenes. What were the scenes that you wrote that Tony removed, <laughs> or didn't shoot, or you know, you know what I mean? Like you okay. wrote early drops. I Just said okay. no.
4: This is not a, not not like this. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, correct me if this is
1: from the Shadowplay script or a different script. But I remember writing like. Um, because in the opening, it's like, how did you find this person? Ah, yeah, right. Yeah. And originally, it was like a couple that came trying yeah. to find the kid or something. I can't remember. What.
3: Oh, uh, th- his parents. Yeah. yeah.
1: And yeah. Um, it became this like, not really like the Sherlock Holmes kind of like, I will do this and that. But it mm. came this whole like flashback. I followed this. That went to that. That mm. went to this. <laughs> that went to yeah. that. That yeah. went to this. Yeah. And then opening scene of the movie here you go. How'd you find it? It was easy.
3: <laughs> well, that saves
1: you a lot of time. Yeah. I know, right? We had, we had to
3: encapsulate a lot of things. Because, I mean, the original script was like, you know, like uh, what, 130 pages. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, so, so our, our EP told us, you know, cut it down to 90. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even, even so, um, um, even, even at 90 pages, the, the, the original cut was still over two hours long. <laughs> uh, I'm not surprised uh, with you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It just turns out that way. So there's actually 30 minutes of footage
1: uh-huh.
3: of unseen footage Which, at some point in the near future people will get to see as well. Nice. I'm sorry, okay. how yeah. do you
1: always end up with 30 minutes? <laughs> I don't minutes, know. 30 don't minutes know. of extra footage. <laughs> I don't know. You it's always just, do
3: this. I, I don't know. It just it's the way it is.
4: You know, so your next script needs to be 60 pages. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, all right. right. It is. You know, we're, we're designing oh. it, we're it at 60 pages. I going to talk to you a
3: little, a little bit about that later. So let's take that <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. Thanks very much for coming okay. in, guys. Uh, we'll kick over to our review after the ad break. Okay. Um, if you want to find out more, we'll put the video link in our social media you can find us on skip intro and why on instagram facebook and twitter and you can also email us your thoughts on the film at movies at bfm.my and we'll follow up on those in a later show
0: you just heard um ian and Bahe speaking with tony petra arjuna and Kyril mbaha of shadow play um and up next we're going to be hearing what the guys think of the film keep it here on skip intro bfm 89.9 Hello, you are listening to Skip Intro with Lynn, uh, Ian, and Bahe. And um, earlier you heard the guys speaking to the writer and director of Shadowplay, Tony Petra Arjuna, as well as one of its writers, Kyril M. Baha. Um, So, now we come to the bit where you actually tell us what you think. I mean, did, <laughs> did you guys like the film? Um, did, did did we enjoy this? Well,
4: well, Tony set it up a little bit earlier, but it is a kind of a detective story that yeah. seems to go off-kilter.
0: I mean,
2: but not in a bad way. Not in a bad I way. Think, yeah. uh, in I mean, think it's, convers- it's designed to. Yeah. In, in our conversation earlier with the writer, Kyril and, uh, and Tony, the director, they specifically said that this is one of those films that you either really like or you're going to have trouble understanding.
4: And their touch points were it's a, it's the never ending story if it was a detective
2: yeah, noir. Yeah, so <sighs> detective noir version of the never ending story kind of format. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got to feel format? like. Format? Yeah, format. Wow. So it's that thing of like there, there's a book being read. Sure, and sure. Okay, got inter- it. Interconnectedness. But the book and, being read
4: doesn't come up straight away. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, in in certain ways, it reminded me a little bit of Interchange, although mm. it, in in regards to that marriage of fantasy and reality, yeah, I think it handled it a lot better. Mm. I think I had to I had to realize halfway through what exactly, not realizing, but trying to figure out what was going on yeah. because it became clear that certain things were not. In the realm of the real,
2: so it is very much a puzzle of a movie to watch, and and honestly, I will definitely have to rewatch this again, which and I can because I bought it on Vimeo. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. So that was one of the things we spoke about in the interview, is the fact that this film is actually. Uh, available online um, to purchase on iTunes and Vino. it's actually an international film. Technically, it's actually, yeah, it's actually because it's an American distributor that they got. So, um, I will definitely be rewatching this because, moving past the story, it's a beautifully shot film.
4: So that's the thing. It's like uh, I think it's Angel Heart meets Drive. In Malaysia? Sure, yeah. And like they pick their locations well. Basically, if you've got a neon sign in it, you're in this movie. Like Tony loves neon. He loves Michael Mann. He loves that kind of style, collateral, all that kind of stuff. Heesh, I think is one of his favorite movies yeah. of all time. Everything is drenched in beautiful neon and it looks great.
0: Okay, but I want to come back to something because <laughs> um, no, no, uh, particularly because I, I just want to know what you mean by story aside because yeah. um, does that mean then that... It's a hard movie to chew. Right.
2: Okay. You know, is, is 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 the way I would put it. Right. Yeah, yeah. At the
4: two thirds mark, I was completely lost. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, not, not like okay. like not like you know. Sometimes I'd be sitting there in my you know ha- smoking jacket, critics <laughs> jerk hat on, going like, ah, yes, I see what they're doing here. There's like three different ways to yeah. go. I'm like, I have no clue what's yeah. going on, but, but going. not
2: in a bad way. Right? Yeah, in, it, because and the an
0: interesting mo- way. Yeah,
2: the movie mm-hmm. itself is a puzzle, so you have to, you know, pay attention to to how scenes are not necessarily shot, but how how the actors are playing a certain scene because then you kind of try and figure out, is this layer one? Is this layer zero? Is yeah. this layer three? Do you remember,
4: did you ever see those, uh, what was it? primers of Time Travel movie, they did a map of like which loops were which yeah. and Inception was like which layers correspond to which scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I think something like that would work for this movie because there's scenes where I was like, this woman, I don't think, I don't think mm. her acting is bad. I think there's something weird about this scene yeah. and when you think about it afterwards, it's yes. like, oh, okay, that.
2: yeah. So they're all directing choices. Yeah, that's not
4: actually um, air quotes reality or
2: something. So it's the kind of thing where like uh, some some of the characters' lines may seem stilted or may seem uh, unnaturally said, unnaturally written. Mm. It's because that's not of a certain time or a certain layer. So Mm. it's one of those kind of... That's in Fantasia. Yeah, so you have to sort of really pay attention and then unfurl it over several viewings.
0: Okay, and... While we're talking about that level of, I suppose, um, unnatural delivery, right, in the name of the performance, um, how were the performances overall? I mean, um, especially because I think it's a hard task when you've Mm. been asked to be a certain way in service of the story, you know, so did it work? I mean, in that sense?
2: I I think it worked. I mean, I'm a big fan of Tony Youssef um, and... And he gets to play kind of a little. He is a
4: little bit of a dummy in this, which is nice to play a little bit against type because he's yeah, usually the suave kind of guy.
2: But but Tony plays dummy so good. I know. Well, <laughs> you, know, you know him, right? But no, I know him. He's a great fan. I hate Tony. Um, but the, the the thing is, he's not he's not doe-eyed annoying kind of dummy. He's yeah. he's trying to break the puzzle as we are, you know, he's got looks on his face that if I had a mirror as I was watching this, I'd swear my face looked the same, you know? <laughs> it's just like, what is going on? But I want to find out. And so t- t- Tony did amazing in this one, yeah. I
4: think. Um, I think Mega Sherizel does a really good job anchoring some yeah. part of reality to the yeah. whole story. And um, there's the co-producer, Reddy Khalid, plays a character in this called The Gaunt Man. And this is in the slightly more fantastic parts. And it kind of ties in a little bit, I guess, with Malaysian the folklore. The oily, yeah. There's an oily man as well in this. Yeah. Or I, mean, I can't yeah. remember. What's the Armenian? Okay, That's the right. one I yeah. remember. Okay. Yeah. So oily man sounds something
2: else. Yeah. Sounds like something else. Yeah. yeah, yes. like something else. yeah.
4: yeah. Um, but the Gaunt Man is genuinely, just with some contacts and maybe a little spritzing of water, mm. genuinely terrifying. Like, it's yeah. just the way he moves and everything, yeah. I think, yeah. worked really, really well. Yeah. We've got Susan Lancaster in there as well. Yeah.
2: It's it's got Stephen Ramon Hughes in it, you mm-hmm. know. So he's he does a little bit of a cameo appearance. the 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 cast acting are great. I, I I know Tony and I I know Kai and I think this is one of those films where the actor has to buy into the piece. Mm. It's not a straight up um, story being told, you know, linearly, right? So you you as the actor have to read the script and go. Can I commit to this? Do I want to commit to this? Because I have no idea
4: what's going on, but if you tell me this is what I need to do, I can do it. Yeah, kind of
2: but again, you have to buy into the premise of the movie, right? That this is going to be a weird one, so I have to play to that. Um, so if that answers the question, I think they all did amazingly well. Mm.
0: Right, and um, I, I'm just sort of picking up words here and <laughs> yeah. throwing it back. Sure, because, go for um, it. How much terrifyingness is there?
4: None, none. There is some unexpected violence.
2: I mean, there's a bit in the end where the violence goes really crazy, but a lot of it feels like You know, over the top SNL kind of violence. Right. You know, like the, it's it's like a little ridiculous and that hit does not look right, but it's okay kind of thing. So, and again, look, this is a, it's a Malaysian production. I, I don't know what their budget was. It probably wasn't massive. So, you know, special effects are going to be a little they shut off
4: a lot on like locations like I said Merchant's Lane in Berlin and even the the water feature that they've installed at um that yeah. they also make the River of Life look amazing
2: yeah the one in <laughs> yeah it's also weird because and and Lynn you can back me up on this a lot of what Malaysian uh, you know town planners think is uh, cool or hot by putting on coloured neon just looks weird when you're walking there, right? Why is this river blue. neon blue?
0: Especially, can I just say, when night has not fully fallen. Yes. When oh. night has fallen, it's sort of like, okay, you, you know, but you needed to light but it. it. it's still weird. It's still weird, yes. Neon I get purple it. and neon blue, right? They're trying to take away the colour of the river. Yes. I think <laughs> is what but it is. Which is <laughs>
4: also neon purple. Yeah, but in this
2: movie, because of that neo-noir sort of thing... Because the music is, I think, what's it called? Stellar synth- Dreams. Uh, yeah. It's all like Vaporwave. Vaporwave kind of style music. And it has, so-, it's all,
4: so it's all these cool, again, that's where the Drive references come from, because it's all these cool mm. Kaminsky-style synths yeah. all the way through it.
2: So so with that look, that sort of really cheesy purple, pink, blue, neon lights yeah. around Kel work beautifully in this film.
0: Honestly, I'm kind of sold, um, you know, partly because... I like puzzle boxes, but Mm. also because I really appreciate filmmakers who make Malaysia look cinematic. Because there have been times where I'm walking around KL at at dusk, really mostly, and I'm like, you are so beautiful. Mm. You know, it's just, it's such a beautiful panoramic thing, Mm. especially dataran. You know, there there are moments where you're just like, wow. But
2: it's very difficult to shoot. And I imagine the person who can shoot that this town cinematically and not make it look like oh yeah i've been down that road yeah. you know make you think like hang on where was this they shot this yeah i think if you can as a director of photography as a director as a production if you can make kl look like that i think you know hats off man yeah
4: there's enough awful lot of like cool lighting in the uh, chinese shop lot doorway a lot of chinese lot ch- shop lot stairs yeah.
2: Yeah and, yeah yeah and
4: they don't shy away from the dirty alleys there's like mm. plenty of that as well because he's a mm. private detective and yeah. Yeah, I think it, Fly by Night did something a little bit similar. They kind of had a little bit of that but they had they they had police in their movie so they had to, they were told to stay away from KL. Yeah,
2: I think also like with, maybe with Fly by Night I think because of the essentially it's a realistic movie. Yeah. You know, whereas this one is a little sort of just like
0: Sure, because yeah. Fly By Night, I think Kale had a certain level of anonymity to it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know it if you know it. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, it's like, oh, where is, where is everything? Yeah. You yeah. Know, so they snuck
4: it's, in a few shots that were like, hey, we just got that one on the slide. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've been talking about Shadowplay. Um, if you missed the interview with the writer-director uh, Tony Petra Arjuna and writer Kairil M. Baha, that was in the first half of the show. Um, but of course, the movie, by the way, as Bahe gently plugged earlier, is available now on Vimeo. You just have to search for Shadow Play under On Demand. Uh, It's also on iTunes. It's coming to more digital platforms like Google Play as well. Um, The movie will also be playing its only currently planned cinema outing at the Kota Kinabalu International Film Festival. That's happening on the 14th of September. Let us know if you're planning to watch it. Let us know how the purchasing of a Hmm. movie on a digital platform works out for you. I think it's something that not all of us are primed to do. So um, is that something that you're planning to just kind of... Pull out your credit card. Do the thing. WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899. Tweet us at skipintromy and write to us at movies at bfm.my.